if you want to hustle, it's about hustling as well, you know. Be patient, be persistent, wait around. Don't be afraid to ask sometimes, yeah? That's a big thing, right? And someone can only tell you no. It's like a beautiful lady when you're growing up, yeah? She can either say no to you or she can say <laughs> yes. Welcome to Ask the Pros, where I do my very best to unpack actionable, valuable insights and with the goal of helping you live your dream life. I sit down with top entrepreneurs, professionals, making a difference around the globe so they can tell their stories. In doing so, I aim to inspire and motivate other people that may be struggling or looking for a new spark around their personal life or career path. Welcome to Axe Pros, where we talk to professionals, entrepreneurs, and people making a difference around the globe. They come on the show, tell their story. Each story is different. Each story is unique to that individual, you know, and they tend to tell their stories, you know. Hopefully, that story would inspire and motivate someone out there. On this occasion, you know, I've got a guy, you know, he's been in the game for a while now, interviewing people in the boxing arena. This guy, I must say, he's done he's done so well for himself, you know. But without saying much, you know, Pro Bees, welcome to Axe Pros. Hey, how you doing, Kess? What's happening, man? I'm Good show, right. man. <laughs> Thank you. Bro, I'm all right, bro. I remember, you know, just trying to reach out to you on instagram you know and it's, it's so good to connect on instagram because you know and you reached out back to me and now we're here doing this you know and and i'm grateful for you know for you getting back to me because it's not it's not easy getting back to people because i know you're a busy guy as well definitely you know um you know it's like the hustle and bustle <laughs> from day to day. yeah and with this whole coronavirus thing again you know and everybody's busy trying to stay safe at home and and trying to just get get on with things you know and you know having to bring take time out of that time you know appreciate that brother no problem bro no yeah. problem so round one like the same boxing you know <laughs> <laughs> i know you i know you i know you're a boxing guy so 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 i gotta i gotta put that in there you know <laughs> round one, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> round, round, round one probably so um we'd like to know who, who probably is where you were born you know and how were you you know growing up uh, i'm just a regular guy i was uh born in northwest london um, Park Royal, Acton, for those that know it, QPR area, Queens Park Rangers area, many years ago. And, um, we didn't have the best of surroundings as a small family, one brother, two parents, but, you know, we had a very tight knitted family where we, um, looked after each other, went to uni, went to high school, et cetera, et cetera. Went through normal education, just a normal brother, you know, from not the most glamorous of upbringings. But again, I think that's part of the drive moving forward. You know, when you grow up in council estates, you know what I mean? It kind of brings that sense of reality that you want better things. And uh, that's something that really my parents kind of installed to us that look, you know, you got to keep pushing. You got to keep pushing. You know, we're here now, but we're not going to be here forever. And uh, my brother and myself, we, we, we try and push that, you know, that, that mantle forward and try and keep going, you know? Yeah, cool, cool. That's that's good. That's good. That's what's up. About being born, you know, and brought up in the in the council environment, council estate, you know, would I say did that like pose like a disadvantage in your upbringing? Uh, obviously, you know, I didn't get to go to Disneyland in America. I mean... <laughs> That was a uh, those dreams. I didn't get that, you know, that train set that I wanted. But I think without the materialistic things, when you've got the love of your family, um, that that more than makes up for things. You know, sometimes when you 
have hard situations, it does a couple of things, you know, it either gives you that sort of surge mentality to try and battle through and go into bigger and better things. And or two, it can make you, um, you know, dream a lot, you know, dream about what could be, you know, if you put your head down and work. So everything, everything is a process and everything is, uh, happens for a reason. So it, it makes you a lot more, um, grounded, you know, when you come from less privileged surroundings and, um, pushes you if i was born with a silver spoon from the beginning I wouldn't be driven you know i'd be chilling i don't think we'd be doing this right now right <laughs> you you gotta you gotta you gotta have the hustlers mentality bro definitely man definitely you know when you see a lot of these guys that have made it you know in entertainment music etc acting they've had similar stories and what they've done is they try and turn the negative into positive and really drive through their dreams when they've come from bad situations. So that's what it's about, you know, Okay. turning the negative into positive. You, you have to turn your failures into positive things, you know, because if you let that beat you down, you know, you, you just, you, you just lose, you know. I, I actually falling or failing is it's not it's not actually the thing you know it's the ability to stand up you know and say do you know what you know i'm not going to stop now i'm going to still push in and i'm and, and i'm still going to go for what i want that's the hustler's mentality that's it hustle hard man <laughs> may know all them guys hustle hard and you, you know you, you gotta you know use those things to, to push you man um and you gotta have that never die spirit about you you know, if you want to get out of a bad situation, only you, only, only you can be the one to control that, you know, and that comes through just working hard, working hard, grafting. Cool, bro. Now, you know, let's, let's get things more excited now. Should I say round two? Round <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. two, round two. How the probies start, you know, what, what, what was the turning point for you? How, how did you, how did you really start going into interviewing guests and you, you you've had a lot of guests on your show you know from the likes of anthony joshua you got fury you got you got wilder you got you got a lot of them lots you know under your belt you know how did it all start for you from the beginning how did it start oh i don't know how long you got i don't know you got like a couple of hours or you got like a whole week no, I, I'm just joking how it started is i went i went in a stag do four years ago okay in las vegas and there was a fight going on at the time which was Amir Khan versus Canelo. And the whole fight week was basically hosted in and around my hotel because I, I, you know, I was staying in the MGM and that's where the fight was. So a lot of the pre-fight buildup was happening around us. So having that feeling of such a big fight, everyone there, everyone getting excited about the fight. So Amir Khan coming, we saw Canelo, uh, a lot of Mexicans come out to support Canelo. So it was buzzing in Las Vegas. And as soon as we left and we came back to England, I said, you know what? I like that experience. I want to come back here again, but I want to come back here through right, through working hard and being part of the media. So what happened is we got back and I spoke to a friend of mine. I said, look, we need to think of some ideas, man. I just went to Las Vegas. Amir Khan versus Canelo was mad. Loads of people, great pre-fight atmosphere. Uh, we need to do something. So anyway, we started an idea, which wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't, uh, interviewing anything like that. It wasn't a YouTube channel. It was a meetup website for sporting enthusiasts where if you, um, sign up to this website, you can make friends with somebody else and then maybe play a game of tennis or football, et cetera, et cetera. It was a sporting meetup site. Right. 
that website that we did um, was moving along slowly and we wanted to introduce something to accelerate the speed of the growth of the website. So one of the guys was like, why don't we do a podcast? And back then, I didn't even know what a podcast was. I had to Google it and say, what is a podcast? <laughs> anyway, cut long story short now. You know, a lot of times ideas are banded about, but you don't really act on them unless you're really, really serious. Yeah, That's you, happened for yeah, years. Yeah, you, t- you tend to procrastinate, don't you? Procrastinate a lot. You're like, oh, okay, next week. I don't know, two weeks later. Yeah. Uh, it never happened. But this time I was like, you know what? We need to do this. So there's always like, a driver in the crew. There's always one guy in the crew that drives through the idea instead of just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, that happened to be myself, right? Uh, the two other lads, great lads, but it was just a conversation for them. For me, I was like, no, let's do it. So I started researching into podcasts and how to put it together. We made a podcast and we had like a weekly show with guests like yourself, what you're doing. Okay. But we managed to get some good guests, like from music, from the boxing community, and the thing just started growing. But it was more of a podcast audio type of thing rather than a visual platform. One day, we managed to interview with them at Joshua. And when, when was this interview with Anthony Joshua? The first one, 2018. Okay. And it just happened. The stars were aligned. Um, I went to where he was training. It, it, the stars were just aligned that day. I saw him a few... There weren't many people around that day. And then um, we did an interview and it just so happened that at that time, he was in negotiations for the Deontay Wilder fight that um, broke down. But at the time, they wanted to announce a potential fight. So we record a video. Anthony Joshua says, oh, yeah, yeah. We're in the process of almost doing a deal. I, sh- I released the video on YouTube and it just goes mad. It goes into the papers, the national papers, the bloggers, etc., etc. Goes mad. And that was the birth of the video content and the interviews. From there, we just went around gyms, uh, went around gyms with a camera and put content up after content. And that was the momentum. That's where it started. Okay, that's that's good. When you did all that, you know, when when did you not realize that? You know, there's something here, you know, I can actually, you know, make something out of this. You know, when did you get that spark? I think when a lot of people were sending me links to the video, like friends and family, like, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, well done in the video. You met Anthony Joshua, et cetera, et cetera. Um, at that point, like I said, that video happened to get, it got more hits than what we had dreamed of. It was like, I think it was like a hundred K at the time. And it kept, it kept going and kept going and kept going. And I was like to the boys, I was like, look, we need to do video now. And we need to keep the momentum going. Doors will open on the back of this. So we started, um, just hitting up other gyms. But at that point, I will say really that kind of gave the push because there was some momentum behind it and the rest is history. Cool. So after Anthony Joshua, you know, who now took you to the next level for you? Do you know what? I think um, I've done so many interviews. I can't, I can remember the key ones. The key ones were, to be fair, the key ones were like Anthony Joshua. There, there's, there, was, there was loads of interviews, but I think the key one was Anthony Joshua. But since then, obviously, we've had the opportunity to do other other fighters as well. We've done trainers as well. Uh, Andrew Ruiz Jr., um, that one surprised me as well. Uh, and for those who ever give up, don't give up because I waited four hours to interview that guy. And eventually it happened and it was worth it because it was the highest ranked video that we had done. It overtook the Anthony Joshua one by 50K. Wow. So never give up. I remember waiting all night. And actually, funny enough, there was a guy we ran into at the 
um, at a press conference that um, was hanging about of us and he said no nah, don't go home let's wait for Andrew Ruiz Jr we waited up to 12 at night in his hotel to grab that interview so I can tell you this to anyone out there who's doing anything make sure you just um, persist so Andy, Andy Ruiz was a big interview I think we did Tyson Fury uh, a couple of times Billy Joe Saunders there's lo- to be fair there's there's loads of them that have happened but I think the, the AJ one at the start was the key one but it's um it's just a blessing just a blessing I, I think you know you have like a little wish list or bucket list of fighters that you want to interview in my head I think probably about two years ago I said all these fighters that I wanted to interview like some personal favourites mm-hmm. and some just ones just to do to uh, tick off the bucket list and to be fair I think I did them, I did all the ones that I wanted to do it just happened somehow it just happened but you got to be hungry man you got to be like a starving dog out there you've got to be hungry yeah you gotta and things will happen you gotta you gotta use anthony Joshua's word man stay hungry stay hungry absolutely um <laughs> but you no know, be patient be persistent wait around don't be afraid to ask sometimes yeah that's a big thing right and someone can only tell you no yeah it's just like a beautiful lady when you're growing up yeah she can either say no to you or she can say <laughs> yes i mean it was more no to me but Anyway, that's another, that's another podcast. <laughs> but, when you ask sometimes and you don't, you don't get what you want, you know, give you kind of like a low morale, you know. But for me, I would say when you ask and someone says, and someone says no to you, you know, it's for me, it's always like 20 no's to your yes. So mm-hmm. if you ask the first time and they say no, I, I have in my head, you know, what, I, I still have about 20 no's to that yes. So whenever I get the next no, I know I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. So that in that in that that pushes me you know to keep asking for example you know i i sent you a message like you know bro you know i i like i like what you did with joshua you know i want to i want you to come on the podcast with me you know i already knew you were a busy guy you know and i just let it just be i never i I never gave up you know but see where we are now you know we're doing the podcast now you know and i never gave up like you know just let it just go you know i kept on you know reaching out to you and and you know and you you sort of reached back to me as as well you know so you're you're on that pro base you know like you never give up you know always ask always ask always ask you know that's the key that's it keep plugging away never give up i think that's the key the key phrase is never give up never surrender keep pushing if you've got a dream that you want to fulfill or there's things you'd like to do don't throw the towel in things will happen things are meant to happen by the basis of probability the more times you do something the more times you'll get better at it or the more times things will happen so you just gotta you gotta keep plugging away the more darts you throw at the target yeah (laughs) the more one will hit the it's yeah. a fact. Yeah. It's a fact. Yeah. I can remember when um when Joshua lost that fight, you know, with with um, Ruiz when when he lost that fight. There are a lot of saying things about, you know, Joshua is not a fighter, he should retire, you know, he's not a proper boxer, you know. Someone like um Deontay Wilder, you know, he, he was saying he was saying a lot of stuff, you know. Joshua had it in his head, in his head that you know I wasn't sweet then, but I'm gonna go back to the ring, you know, and work hard and come back for this. He never gave up because someone would have just listened to those to those words and said, you know, it's true. They've said I'm not good, I'm not good, and I would I would just go. You know, but he didn't let that he didn't let that failure get to his head. Definitely. You know, one thing I gotta say about Anthony Joshua is people have been quoted in the media of saying this already. He is like a sponge. He takes in information and he constantly wants to improve. He does actually listen to what the wider public say in terms of how we can 
evolve and improve himself, right? On the basis of what I saw about a month ago mm-hmm. when he was training before the interview, yep. I can tell you this man is he's a perfectionist. Yeah, He's constantly trying to improve. Some of the negative things that people were saying that he should um, work on, don't worry about it. <laughs> he's already polishing up those things already. Yeah, he's, I think he's someone that can, you know, when you're doing a self-assessment, you're like, you know what? Maybe I need to do this. I maybe I might need to do that. It's not a personal dig or criticism. It's a constructive criticism that enables you to sharpen up and be even better. Yeah, we all have those. We all have those. And if you can do that and not take it personal, then you'll just be a better fighter, a better interviewer, a better um, sportsman, etc., etc. And that's it. So Deontay Wilder at the moment, he's going through that where people are saying he's no good, he fought nobody, you've only got one punch, blah, blah, blah. And that's going to hurt him. But at the same time as well, he has to kind of flip it and say, you know what? I have to make this improve me. Yeah, yeah. He's got he to gotta turn that defeat, you know, to, you know, positive thinking you know is you gotta you gotta make something out of that out of that defeat because Joshua's done it so hopefully i don't know what what his team what is his managers or his trainers are, are doing right now but you know he, he gotta turn that around as well you know because i, I know i know he, he wants a he wants a third round with, with fury i don't know if he's gonna get it but i, I know he wants that yeah, yeah there's talk of i think i saw on twitter the other day that there's talk of the the third fight being in october hopefully the corona would have stepped down by then but october actually instead of july i think the first uh day proposed was july i think july the third and to be honest that's even better for wilder because it gives him more time go back to the drawing board heal up assess what happened last time and make himself a whole lot better for the, the third fight because he can't lose the third fight. You know, he can't lose the third fight. He's got a lot to prove now, you know, because he was he was laughing at Andy Joshua and Andy Joshua lost to Ruiz. And there was a lot of stuff I saw online. Andy Joshua maintained his silence and just started working. He went undercover, did no media, etc., etc., or very little media and came back to beat Ruiz. Now, the same questions asked of Deontay Wilder. How do you overcome adversity? That's what makes character. Yeah, 100, bro, 100. You know, so I know there are other other sports out there, you know, why boxing for you, you know, and do you plan to talk about other sports as well? I've always been a boxing fan. Uh, um, from the days of like Mike Tyson, Evander Holyfield, Lennox Lewis, Riddick Bowe, I've always been into boxing, but not, I wouldn't say really deeply engrossed into it i would say more of a more of a casual fan to begin with before getting a bit more interested i think as i said in 2016 going over to las vegas and seeing that enthralling build-up between uh, canelo and amir khan that got me into the sport even more but if you want to know the another reason why is because i'm a football hand football fan at heart to begin with and okay. arsenal were doing so bad for so long <laughs> that you know i had to you know sports <laughs> you had to you, you had to yeah you, you had to take it take it take a step back from that relationship yeah when the the dark days of Arsenal Wenger started happening and Arsenal were losing constantly and we were getting turnover we were getting bullied I'll just turn match of the day off I'll turn the TV off and say you know what let me just watch the box of this day <laughs> so as you can imagine the decline happened for a long time right yeah so what happened is I started watching more and more boxing and less and less football and that's really how I would say I really got deep into the boxing. To be fair, so you you used you used that as your would, would I say as your alcohol to just kind of like depress your 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 feelings, you know? 
telling you, man. I think Arsenal, you see, what happened with Arsenal was we, we'd be playing pretty football for 89 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we'd be running rings around the opposition. And what, what would happen is in the like 90th minute, Arsenal would go and concede some shocking goal <laughs> and we'd lose the game. And we'd lose the game from a corner or a penalty or something like that, a free kick or something like that. And it kept happening. And then Arsene Wenger at the time, like God bless him, he was a great manager. Arsenal's greatest ever manager, by the way. Just saying. Yeah. Arsene Wenger refused to evolve into the modern game, sign certain players, right? And also as well, change his tactics. And the amount of friends that I've got Arsenal fans, right? That were frustrated after years and years and years of it. It, it really, uh, it, it really kind of put us off from going to the stadium. But that's the simple answer. I think the simple answer is the downturn of my team's results kind of led to me watching boxing more. I think for me now, uh, Arsenal, they're just riding on past glory. Something needs to spark. Something needs to happen. You know, like I'm a, I'm a Chelsea fan, but Chelsea are not doing so well now, but they're not doing as bad as Arsenal because I, I think Frank kind of like understand the bit of the game, but he doesn't have that, that player, those players that could just spark it for him. But Chelsea is better than Arsenal right now, but you know, I don't know what's going to happen after this coronavirus thing, but we just sit and watch. Yeah, no, definitely. I think I agree with you. Chelsea are a bit better than Arsenal, Arsenal at the moment, mainly because they've invested in key areas. You know what I mean? Um, if you look at the centre-backs, have they got better centre-backs than Arsenal? Yes, they have. They got actually rid of one of them and Arsenal took actually the scraps and took <laughs> David Luiz Arsenal. It doesn't make sense. If you want to overtake, overtake a team, you don't take the leftovers from another team. You understand? Like, defensive midfielder, they have Kante. Kante is a million miles better than Chaka. It's simple. It's simple. Okay, Arsenal got better strikers, but this is Arsenal's problem. Arsenal have never really invested deeply into the defensive areas of the team. And this has been happening for years. And this is what's holding Arsenal back. They do not have a solid rear guard to keep out the goals. And if you look at who wins the Premier League, the teams that win the Premier League, score the highest amount of goals and they concede very little it's very simple mathematics it's extremely simple yeah it's but sim- you can don't say- want to yeah you can, you can say it's simple boys it's hard to achieve you know no you have to go and buy quality you have to buy the you have to buy the quality see Arsenal they buy they signed Duffield Lewis for 8 million and a bad 50 million two years before right Arsenal always invest in expensive attacking players. Pepe, 72 million. They will never go and spend 50 million on a centre-back, yeah, to stop the goals from, from going in. That's the problem with Arsenal. It's, it's upside down. It, they're, they're like a Johnny Bravo of footballing teams. Heavy up top, very small at the back. Uh, Simple. Yeah, bro, bro, probably. So what inspires you? What motivates you? to do more uh, I look at some uh, I look at the potential of what we've achieved so far um, in terms of the interviews that we've, we've been able to to cover and I look at some of the you know the pioneers in the game you've got IFL TV you've got Seconds Out you've got Fight Hype you've got Behind the Gloves I've looked at what, I've looked at what they've done the amount of subscribers that they've brought in I look at the amount of views that their channels have um, collected I'm like you know what one day we need to be one of the biggest channels. And to be honest, I believe when you do anything, you, you need to go big. Like in football in terms, yeah, it's about going for the Premier League. It's not about mid-table, surviving, like, surviving the mid-table. You want to go and achieve the best that you can achieve. So I think what is inspiring is the potential of what's been shown in the early stage, but potentially going on to be one of the biggest. Now, it's a long way away, but look, you've got to dream it. And you've got to speak it into existence. Okay, that's cool. So, I I know you 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 probies you have that you you have that going, and you have another 
media company, you know, which is Pep Talk UK. You know, how did that come about? Um, Pep Talk. I mean, as I said um, earlier, Pep Talk was an accident. Yeah, we were doing something else, and we just so happened wanted we wanted to do a podcast. And what happened is the podcast started overtaking the the main business idea in the first place from just from good feedback that we got from friends and family, and from there, Pep Talk was born. Petzl was born in. Since then, we haven't um, we haven't taken a step back. You know, we just continue to try to put good content out there, and hopefully, as well. What I wanted to do as well, pet talk as well. I wanted to try and urbanize what we do in terms of our channel. Yeah, there's many channels out there, but I wanted to kind of bring a black guy to the forefront as well, and that's for me. That's quite important as well. You know, we've got a breakthrough because I look at other other platforms in entertainment, like GM Daily, GM Daily, SBTV, uh, Link Up. These guys are owned by young black pioneers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, that's an inspiration for me. I see Posty for GM Daily. It's a Ghanaian. Yeah. I'm Ghanaian. Yeah. So when I see my fellow Ghanaians, Nigerians or Africans, whatever, doing their thing i'm like you know what i want to do my thing as well you know what i mean i want to be one of the pioneers from from west africa go back to ghana and say you know what i've got my thing in the uk but i want to branch out to africa later on you see what i'm saying so when you see others that have done it before you i think it really it's really inspiring and it's a good and you know what it's a good feeling as well when you start something yourself and you watch it grow it's satisfying if i wanted to to be honest i could go and work for somebody else i could but it's harder doing your own thing but it's more satisfying once you've achieved something by yourself or you've been or you've helped to achieve it once you get that result you want you know everything everything's going to look sweet brother you, you, you're just going to have there's that satisfaction you know by like in my, i could say in, we, we would have missed all my friends you know nigerians you know i'm i'm the the only one doing podcasting you know and yeah yeah and i'm looking at it in the club (laughs) i'm looking at it like you know do you know i'm i'm the guy i'm the only guy doing this thing for now you know it's like uh you know you know in secondary school you know the 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 guy the guy that throws the party becomes like the most popular kid Mm. you know so he's the first guy to throw the party he's popular so right now i'm looking at myself i'm like you know i'm doing i'm the first guy right now in my community doing this you know i'm I'm saying to myself you know you you, you're popular already and i've been doing this for over a year now you know and i'm getting results you know thankfully thank god you know i'm meeting guys like you coming on the show hopefully someone's gonna see you and say oh my god that kiss asked the pros he interviews probies and you know, and that, 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 like, like you said, you know, in turn, that, that will give me that satisfaction because, you know, I'm, I'm doing something that, you know, people don't, don't ordinarily do. You know, like we, we from Africa, Ghana, Nigeria, you know, we go to school, get education, get good grades, go to uni, go to do, get masters, then try and get a good job. So in that respect, you know, in that environment, what I'm doing is so different. It's so different. You know, it, because it's, it's all about getting, getting a good job and you want to work in the office, you know, you want to wear the, wear, wear the nice clothes, go, you know, so doing this is like, it's off. No one sees, sees this. You, you understand? It's like starting a business as well. No, no nobody really want to start a business. They just want to just go work for somebody and just, and just be comfortable. But for me, you know, I don't see any comfort in that. You understand? That's it. And you know what? To be fair, um, I've got Nigerian friends, like my best friend's Nigerian and, um, mate, Nigerians are naturally very, entrepreneurial 
tutorial and extremely smart. I've got to say that, like, it's a fact. It's a fact. And if you look at a lot of the top entertainers and sports people, a lot of Nigerian. I mean, look, Andrew Nigerian, um, Burner Boy, Nigerian, Wizkid, Nigerian. Yeah, mate. Yeah, the Afrobeat boys are killing it, mate. Davido as well. You're killing it. And that's the type of thing, Kess, that that's what inspires us. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. You look at that and you're like, wow, you know what? This is the time now. This is the time to come to break through. To look at those guys, look what they've achieved. You can achieve the same thing. Yeah. Anthony Joshua is always Nigerian as well. Yeah. It's Nigerian. <laughs> well, I would say about Joshua and those guys, and a lot of these guys that, uh, that I've, I've interviewed before, mm-hmm. they work really, really hard, man. They work really hard. Like people think, hold on a minute, it's just it just happens. Nah, at all these lot, they work like Trojans. They literally give all of their last blood to achieve their goal. They work hard. It's a fact. When you have a dream and you believe in your dream, you understand, and you don't want to let no one kill that dream. You know, it's like giving birth to a child. You know, you you want to protect that child as well, don't you? You you want to nurture the child. You want you, you want to feed the child. You want to educate the child. So in another way, you know, that's the way it is as well. You know, you just have to just pull all you got. You know, and say, Do you know what, this is my last shot. You know, and I have to pull everything that got into it. That's it. And you know, when you got kids as well, I think most parents can say the same thing. When you have children, it kind of pushes you up another gear. You're like, hold on, I've got dependents that look up to me that are relying on me to provide for them and that's the motivation that will make you give your all when you're doing something because the time you're taking out to do the podcast right Mm -hmm. or anything else is time that you could have spent with your children so but if you're doing it for them yeah or you're doing it for some form of uh, ambition that will eventually um, your your children will benefit from pay off that yeah it will pay off and also as well you've got you know you've got you've got to give your maximum you've got to give I don't believe especially you've got children as well i think you need to be quite sharp man you need to build things and make sure that they have a a, a starting point in life when they get older i, I wouldn't leave you know I, well the plan is not to leave you know my children when they get older to have nothing they need to have some things in play and that's what helps the drive yeah for me i would take a leap from from the guys that do relay four by 100 when you watch them yeah you 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 find out that the guy that starts the race yeah and finishes the race they are the most important people you know in that in that whole in that whole team because the guy that start the race needs to start well you know you need to start well and, and and give that button to the next person to carry on so it's like a wheel you know you're just helping each other you know and you got you got to start well and you got to finish well as well that's it and i believe when you want to when you're driven by success and you're driven by reaching your goals you give it a hundred percent daily like you'd be obsessed you'd be thinking about how you're going to do things every single day you know you'd be doing small tasks every single day that will reach your goal you know you'd be visualizing exactly what you want to do and how you want to execute it to be honest and once you do that you find that you'd be growing from week to week bit by bit you check your insights your analytics and you'd be like hold a minute i'm seeing some growth i'm seeing some growth and if you give something your all you will you reap the benefit the hard work does pay off it does whoever said it doesn't is not sure what they're talking about it, <laughs> it does pay off to yeah. channel it in the right way yeah hard, hard work does pay off you know but I, I must say there are times where i am probably on the low and thinking you know should, should i just stop this whole thing you know i can't see any 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 way you know for me doing this you know there, there are times i have said those things to myself you know but i kept on reminding myself why why i started in, in the first in the first place you know i, I mm. you gotta you gotta remember what got you to the dance in the first place 
you know once you remember that you know what going to go what going to that floor to that dance floor you would you would pick up yourself and just keep pushing definitely definitely you know i see you know once you remember your goal that's the, i think the key is to remember your goal and what you where you want to get to every single time like you see you see football players like cristiano ronaldo he wanted to be one of the best players in the world messi yeah these guys are modern greats not by accident these guys stay on the training field yeah and perfect their skills to become the best even when they've reached that height they're still saying hold on i want to be better i want to be better and that's where the greats separate themselves from the guys that just have talent by that extra 10% that extra 20% of work and you've got to look at these guys inspiration I mean I think a good part like a good part of motivation is when you watch motivational stories as well about how people achieve their goals you look at Idris Elba Idris Elba in 2003 was shoot, was shooting DVDs yeah with French Montana they were shooting DVDs yeah and look at him now years down the line look at him now one of the top actors yeah, in Hollywood, one of the top actors. Start from him shooting D- um, DVDs, DJing and stuff like that. Now he's one of the biggest actors. So even if you start small in different areas, you can move around, you can grow. But as long as you, in your head, you've got where you want to go and what you want to achieve and you keep working hard, things will happen. 100%. But there's going to have to be a big sacrifice, yeah? I mean, to, to the guys that want to go to the club and pop bottles and stuff like that, popping bottles, yeah, makes you tired on a Sunday. And that means you can't do much. You're going to have to sacrifice some certain things. And I think with some of my mates, they might be like, we never really see him. We never really see him. But the way I look at it is, look, the parting was done a long time ago, yeah? Now it's time to take it to different levels. Yeah, a sacrifice has to be made if you have to. If you want to reach your goals, you can't reach your goals and, and have a lot of recreational time at the same time. You need to just be focused. Yeah, so. yeah, one, one, one hundred, bro, one hundred. You know. So, but having said that, you know, what what has been your most difficult decision you've made? You know, in terms of it, it could be self growth as well. You know, what has been that decision? You know, that took you. You you really really had to think about it. You know, and you know this is where I want to go. What was that decision? The most difficult decision was actually putting money together to get the bits and piece, pieces needed to start the platform, to start Pep Talk, to also as well try and help grow the channel. So you find that there's things that you need. Yeah, you need equipment, you need merchandising, uh, you might need some uh, graphics done, you might need, you might need different things. And when you haven't got a lot of cash hanging about, it's a difficult decision. When you've got a family as well, it's a difficult decision. Yeah. And that's another thing as well that is a responsibility that you say to yourself, well, I'm spending this money and I've also got family. I need to make sure, yeah, that I don't mess around. I need to, if I'm going to do it, I've got to put my all into it so that one day it comes back, you know. And I think when you're possessed by your goals, like I think a goal of mine is I haven't achieved it yet. So I want to take my kids to Disney, Disney, uh, land in Orlando. Yep, Florida. That's one of my goals that I want to achieve. Obviously, Corona's happening at the moment, so it's, who knows what's going to happen. But <laughs> that slow you down a bit. Yeah, all being said, if that if we somehow come out of that, that's my dream to take them on a big holiday, right, to Orlando and say, look, enjoy yourself. Because I always wanted to go as a kid, and I never had the chance to go because we we didn't have the money. We didn't have the money. So if I can provide that for my children, it'd be great. It'd yeah. be great to do that. Yeah, that's what's up, bro. That's what's up. That's what's up. Once once you set your heart to it, you know, you, you're definitely going to achieve that goal anyway. You just got to work towards it and be consistent as well, you know. 
if you set yourself weekly goals, yeah, mm-hmm. weekly goals, you say, okay, next week I'm going to get this piece of equipment that I need. The week after, I'm going to invest in the merchandising, yeah? The week after, new graphics, yeah, for the branding. Yep. Stick to those little things, just small goals. Every single week, you find that the growth, you'll pick up so much momentum and growth that in a year's time, you'll be wondering, wow, I can't believe this has happened. The key thing is to set yourself small goals and without a shadow of a doubt, make them happen. Make them happen, man. You might have to get up earlier. You might have to stay up late. Something, you just have to make that happen. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, something got to give. That's it. And it might be your sleep. It might be the clubbing time. It might be the time. EastEnders on the TV or box sets or whatever, something we'll have to give. I don't watch TV, really, to be honest. Yeah. I just watch the, I watch interviews, yeah, and I watch fights and and footballing matches sometimes. That's it. I don't watch TV. I, I made that decision after I, after the whole Game of Thrones thing ended. You know, I said, you know, there's no there's no way I'm gonna get hooked up to another series anymore because that's just for me. You know, that was just I won't say it was a waste of time, but I, I could have used that time to just do other stuff. If you know what I mean, you know. So we've come to the stage now where, you know, I always ask this question anyway. Like, what would you tell your younger self? You know, what what would you, you know, going back in time, you know, what would you say to yourself? You know, it, it may be decisions you made in the past, you know, things you've done wrong in the past, you know. What would you tell yourself? What would you do differently? What I do differently is uh, I want to procrastinate. I think we spoke about that earlier. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what? There's some ideas that I've sat down with friends before and we've written down, we've done a business plan, right? We've had meetings and we didn't follow it through because we were too young at the time or we weren't focused enough. I mean, there's some things like, uh, I, I spoke of Durham Daily. I spoke of Link Up TV. I spoke of, uh, there was also Channel U as well. There were a lot of musical channels, right? Where people send their videos in there and then you put them up. We ha- I had that idea. When we were younger, we had meetings about doing something like that before we would have had a GRM daily if we were serious we would have had a GRM daily but at the time we were ahead you know we weren't uh focused on business as much and i think if i could change things it'd definitely to be to ensure that i was a um a lot more serious with what I did when I was a lot younger and followed it through because the boom has started now the whole internet age and um, online thing at the moment if that had been started earlier into now man, it, it'd be a wrap <laughs> it'd be a wrap so um, it's just a lesson that it's one of those things you, you live and you learn you live and you learn but I think just to really follow through with uh, some of the goals that you set yourself to follow through but hook or crop make it happen that's, that was my that's my biggest regrets to be honest some of the big sporting YouTube channels online mm-hmm. that have been going for like 10 years yeah if I had started early I'd be a lot further you're right we all have regrets you know but I think I think for me you know it's we can't just dwell on that you know we just have to move on you know like just 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 move on from that it's very painful you know like you said now you know if you had started earlier you know you would have probably been miles miles apart now miles away you know from where you are right now you know but that's happened so it's just just for you to just move on and just keep pushing really isn't it yeah i'll tell you a secret as well um do you know Tiwa Savage? Yeah, 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 I know Tiwa, yeah. She went to my school. Really? She went to your school? She went to my school the same year and she went to my school. Wow. So there you go. And look how massive she is now. She went to my school. There wow. you go. 
Wow. I didn't even know that she sang in school. I didn't even know. So see, there you go. See, that's that's it. She was just doing what she loves, you know. Like like they say, pe- people will always say, like, there's a fact, you know, like, if you find out early that you have a gift, just, just stick to your gift and that gift will make room for you. 100%. 100%. Just um, keep dreaming, man. Keep dreaming and uh, look at success stories. Look at people's success stories. That will drive you. That I think that's what also pushes you through as well. You watch what other people have done as well and where they started and where they end up. It's Motivation is good, man. It's good to have... Mo- like, have you, ever, have you ever been to the gym and put on Rocky? No, no, I've no, never... No, no, no. <laughs> You run a bit, you run a bit extra, you run an extra mile, you know, you might um, run a bit fast in the treadmill. Motivation, yeah, uh, mind control, motivation, that helps a lot. Yeah, that's cool. You just mentioned some stuff about, you know, the internet age and social media and all that, you know. So what's your take on social media now? You know, how, how do you see social media now? Probably in the next five years, you know, how do you see it? the whole social media thing right now? So I love it. I think it's great. It gives you an avenue to promote what you're doing, um, enables you to reach people. That's the biggest thing that wasn't around before so if you want to get in touch with someone you never know there's a there's at least five percent chance or one percent chance let's say that you can reach people and there's some people that i've actually sent messages to they've actually replied and i'm like wow and if that had been around a lot earlier then it would have been easier so a lot of these millennials they have this great tool you know of the of social media to promote them stuff um to get in touch with people to reach people i mean you can reach depending on your following you can reach thousands of people online just by tweeting something it might not get a lot of retweets but it might have a lot of impressions and that means people have looked at it so in terms of entrepreneurs and trying to break through into your own thing great because that's why you've got a lot of people that can do their own thing they don't have to go and work under a big company they can be independent because have their thing out there and uh, it can help them grow it's, 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 it's a great thing it's a great thing that's that's cool if someone comes to you now and say you know probies you know I'm, I'm struggling you know to make some some decisions you know I want a few advice from you what would you say to that person you know in terms of it, it could be what you're doing you know it could be career you know it could be you know, finding that spark, that part that, you know, and, and he or she is struggling, you know, what would your advice be to that person? My advice would be just to look at someone who's in a similar situation to you or had a similar situation and look at their success story to where they've eventually made it. And these things, they help to give you hope. You look at people like Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury was on the verge of killing himself all them years back. He was 10 stone overweight. Uh, he lost his titles. He had to relinquish his world title titles and something like that for me is so inspirational you know when you're at the bottom in life and you need to find a way to get out of a hole when you look at somebody's inspirational um, personalities and their stories that helps to kind of get you moving as well kind of says hold on this guy came back from almost committing suicide to his uh, his end goal which was to become world to, um, champion look at look at others look at success stories they help that's what i would say so remember things can change they can change in life pretty quickly you know you can't always be down at the bottom at one stage if you choose to execute a game plan or change things in your life with the right positive mindset things can move forward so i'll just say to them look first first and foremost positive thinking read uh, a book of someone successful or go online and uh, read someone's story about how they've come back or how they've managed to become successful from a bad place that helps yeah absolutely absolutely so what's the what's the next big thing for you now probies what's the next thing for you now next big 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 thing for me is to be able to get out of the house after this covid <laughs> 
weet je. The quarantine, this, this quarantine thing is, it is, it's killing man. It's killing, it's killing people now. <laughs> just to go to your local restaurant and sit down, even just to go and sit down in Nando's. Do you know, like how bad that is not to, not to be able to do that. That's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. You wake up every day and you're like, oh, oh you can't really go nowhere. It's crazy, man. <laughs> For it's crazy. That's good, man. So I can say this is like the last round. So ding, what, ding, 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 last round, 12th round, the last round, you know. So what will be the last take, you know, for people listening to this? you know, interview, you know, what will be the last take for them? Take away f- for them, you know, what, what will be your ultimate thing for them, you know, take away from this? I just hope that you picked anything up today that inspires you to follow through with your dreams. Keep dreaming. Things are possible. Hard work, dedication, that makes things happen. And don't worry about if people are ahead of you, just concentrate on yourself and you'll be surprised on what you can achieve when you put your mind to something because things can really happen bit by bit keep pushing that's what i'd say yeah absolutely probably absolutely it's been wonderful you know having this conversation with you you know and i'm grateful for the time as well you know for those i want to get in touch with you you know what is the best platform for them to reach you right you can reach me um on instagram it's um pro underscore bees b double e z on instagram and if you want to go and check out the pep talk uk youtube uh, just type in pep talk uk on youtube and if you want to find us on twitter it's a uh, pep talk underscore uk and that's how you can reach us on, on um, the social media platforms cool and for those of you that want to reach ask the pros you know on instagram is ask the pros it's been great you know talking with this pro you know for me he's a pro because he's been doing this for a while now you know i can you know 100 say he's a pro thanks for the time bro you know grateful hopefully someday we'll sit down you know for a drink one-on-one you know yeah some jollof rice as well <laughs> yeah that. yeah yeah some nigerian jollof rice or ghana jollof rice i i know you say i know you say ghana jollof rice but it's nigerian jollof rice isn't it but hey the nigerian jollof rice is good as well with some puff puff yeah 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 that's it that's it that's what's up that's what's up bro <laughs> nice one bro nice one man it's been it's been it's been awesome man like it's been awesome thanks thanks for the time man. good well good brother thank you man yeah that's it that's it bro good bro